What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 136 of this podcast. Make sure that you're listening to this episode and the rest of them. at a speed you are comfortable at whether it's 1x 1.5x or 2x uh i just want to get that out of the way because it it completely changes the listening experience uh and you know even the understanding experience because you're listening to it at a slightly faster pace it it's it just makes things far better and far more engaging um so yeah i just want to mention that now let's get started with this episode So when I was looking at uh, you know the markets and the global markets to you know do my analysis, I I was just uh, pretty surprised to see just everything in the red. Uh, whether you're talking about the broad market index Nifty, whether you're talking about the global broad market indices, whether you're talking about the sectoral indices, every single thing. Whether you're talking about the underlyings, even every single thing was in the red. So that's terrible. um and like it it was actually pretty sad to see not even one global market uh in the green as of me recording this episode so uh perhaps that corona virus thing that covid 19 thing is is still um you know acting as a very paranoia type of thing so that market thing is still there which is which is pretty sad um in my opinion though when we talk about yesterday as a trading session uh it was more of a flat to negative market however today was just it was just very negative because in, you know except for one uh, little attempt that we saw one well little is little is very subjective but except for one new high that we saw uh, literally everything else was had had a lot of negative bias basically so we'll get to that in uh, in the next segment more in depth uh but that's all you need to know for now as far as some of the observations go the one which stuck out to me uh, and this is also partially the lesson for the day is you know just how weird the delta was for certain options during certain times of the day i was looking at an atm option um at the start of the day it was a call option and uh, my god the dogs are howling it's it's extremely loud but i'm sure it'll go away soon so a 30 point movement in the underlying nifty caused around a 6 or a 7 point movement uh, at certain times at certain times it just caused a 4 point movement uh, in the option which is just terrible and uh, i'm glad that i did not enter into it at that time so it was actually pretty sad to see uh because if you entered into that everything would have been fine it's just that you wouldn't have made a lot of money unless you would have held on to it so um that's that's my observation for now let's move to the indices so nifty is at 11678 it's down 119.4 points and it had a 6 is to 44 adr which is really bad um unfortunately i don't have the market wide um you know market wide stats of how how you know the individual stocks were like the adr and the fidi data 
because NSC hadn't updated it uh, yet. I mean, it was just showing me the same data as yesterday, 2315 minus for FIs and 1565 plus for DIs. So, uh, you know, I, I just assume that it wasn't updated yet. So that's why I haven't included it here. Now, uh, for Bank Nifty, we've got 30,306 where it's at minus 125.85 points, 5 is to 7 ADR, so rel relatively fine. Yes, Bank was the leader in both of those. Uh, where leader is a very subjective thing to say. It's at 36 rupees. So it's up like 6%, 5% or something. Uh, but effectively, it really isn't up by a lot. <clears throat> so that's what we're seeing. As far as the indices are concerned on a broader scale, when we deep dive into the charts, at least, uh, you know, starting off with Nifty, day before yesterday was a Maru Bozu almost. You know, the bears essentially had the control and the Maru Bozu is when your high is the open, your low is the close. So that was almost the case day before yesterday. And slowly we're seeing that selling pressure easing off almost. And uh, now that it's at its 200 moving average, now that it's very, very close to the swing low uh, of that budget day, uh, things look things look much better because, uh, you know, we're seeing it uh, you know, take support at those lower levels and we're seeing it somewhat respecting that 200 moving average, which is a very good sign. So, you know, tomorrow it could either be a doji or it could be a spinning top if it doesn't like completely bounce up from here. Either way, we've got leeway till around 11,614 or so. And the reason why I'm mentioning the lower side is because that is at this time, that's like the most likely scenario where it's probably headed. 11,660 or so is an important support because that is where, uh, if I remember correctly, the budget's uh, close was at 11,658 or something. So that's probably going to be an important level. Uh, another important level is 11,633, which is where uh, we've we've had several supports, like several bounce backs and a gap. So that's also a level that I'd personally be looking at. And all things considered, if it wants to go up, then it ideally should uh, tomorrow or day after, or just it'll just like consolidate for a bit, flatten out, and then go up. So I feel that. If you know, one once we take this entire coronavirus paranoia and panic out of the picture, I feel that this is a reasonable level for it to actually take support, and uh, you know, start its way back up to recovery. Um, and that is why I feel that it's it's probably uh, going to go up because at this point you really start to wonder, hey, is are these 11600 levels really warranted? Do I really want to go on the wrong side of 11,500? So uh, that's that's my view on Nifty. As far as Bank Nifty is concerned, it has respected the 200 daily moving average. In fact, it was a green candle, meaning that the close for the day was above the open. So that's a great thing. And uh, the low for the day was right at the 200 MA, proving that the 200 MA was successful in giving it support. And uh, you know, if if we sort of connect that to Nifty we can sort of kind of say that uh, there's a chance we could see something similar happening tomorrow and if if bank nifty continues going up if it does recover tomorrow we're going to be we're going to be seeing a morning star pattern <clears throat> on bank nifty which is another good sign so all things considered we're seeing some good things just taking just doing a small quick little recap coming to nifty's intraday chart 
uh, it's I'm, I'm especially talking about this here because it is related to the lesson also initially uh, we saw a massive gap down move in fact part of the reason why we saw a 119 point down move is because of that gap down so as it was gap down it 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 really was unable to sustain higher levels after that it went down uh, made a partial recovery and then it went down again made a very nice recovery uh, around 50% of or so the way uh, till that you know gap filling was the high or something like if if the gap was of 100 points it, it went up 50 points so partially filled in that gap and then it went down again uh, closing right around uh, right around the open if I remember correctly or roughly around the open so not not too far away from it definitely not 119 points away from it so uh, that's that's my view on nifty the reason why it's important is because you know the lesson pertains to um, the, the call prices that we were talking about so it's very important to understand that initially the recovery was very small and minor then the recovery was very strong uh, it was short-lived but it was very strong so that's something very important that we need to understand now the main culprit for nifty going down was lnt because if you look at the chart you'll see that right around the time that nifty recovered hdfc recovered uh, and i'm assuming more other, more stocks also recovered but lnt was the one which really fell down and really took a massive dump uh, on the markets and it just it just was terrible minus two and a half percent if i remember correctly so i'm assuming that that is one of the main control uh, culprits if not the main culprit uh, for what we saw today and yeah that's my view on the analysis again tomorrow uh, day after I feel that there is a very good chance we see uh, either a consolidation or a recovery as far as whether it will be a positive expiry or not really can't say because it's you know it could either end with a doji or a spinning top or a gap up or a gap down way too many scenarios to consider so as I've always said no carrying forward positions uh, for now so I'd rather just react Coming to the trades for the day, just one, 11,700 call, up 30.16% ROI, uh, and that's great. Uh, unfortunately, I had to exit it. Uh, nothing unfortunate about that, actually. So I had to exit it a bit early uh, because that target was met. Again, more on that in the lessons. Um, I decided I, I, I was going to re-enter into an 11,601 when the market dropped further. Uh, but I just did not have the balance to do it, unfortunately, which is unfortunate. So I'll mention that here. And uh, had I done that, I'd have made uh, actually a very, very good return, very good ROI, around 50% or so, uh, which which in absolute terms would have been much higher than uh, the 30 odd percent that I made on the 11700 call. So uh, that that's a missed opportunity, but I'm really not uh, too, too you know sad about that because... Overall, the day was in the green. That's all that matters for me. And yeah, let's move to the lesson now. So the top lesson for the day is related to the call. Well, both the lessons are related to the call that I took. The first lesson is related to the call that I was not able to take because, uh, you know, I just did not have enough cash on me. Like I did not have enough balance, which is why I was unable to enter into that position. And I, I thought of exiting uh, Axis Bank because, you know, that's what I did for the previous call as well. I exited partial position of Axis, took the profit and then uh, put it back. 
So had I not put that money back in, I would have probably been able to get it, but um, not too sure. So it's fine. Uh, it, it probably helps me fine tune my cash management better uh, during the day when I'm when I'm starved out of funds. So that's that's a very important lesson that I've learned, and it's important for everyone. The second lesson is make sure that you time the markets very well. Had you longed a call at the start of the day, you'd have probably made four rupees, lost I don't know. 15 20 rupees in terms of risk reward that's a pathetic risk reward you'll never end up making long-term gains if you've got such risk rewards however if you would have waited for the dip you your risk would have been extremely limited as was the case with mine um, the net like the lowest pl that i saw mtm uh, on that call is probably f six rupees or so seven rupees max uh, which is very reasonable and uh, the call ended up going i think 40 percent up or something which is again a very good number so make sure that you time your entries and exits very well make sure that you're looking at the option prices as well uh you know making sure that they're moving before actually buying or uh, longing longing or shorting one depending on what your preference is so yeah that's the lesson for the day and that's it for this episode as well i hope you found this helpful and informative and uh, that's it from uh, that's it from my side for this one happy trading tomorrow of course it's a monthly expiry so i'm hoping it's either <laughs> i'm hoping it's wild and yeah happy trading let's let's make it uh, the most positive expiry yet see you in the next one